This is the Sports and Entertainment Podcast, your B2B show for the best thought leadership in the industry, bringing you education, information, and inspiration only on market scale. Building your brand is not around your product, so your team and your players, but you build your brand around truly this experience and this community. And we aren't in the baseball business. We are in the entertainment business, the experience business, and most importantly, the people business. Hey everyone, welcome to the podcast today. I'm your host, Tyler Kern. Now, traditionally, it has always taken two people to play catch, and if you're a wide receiver and you want to catch some passes, you always had to have a buddy, either someone feeding the jug machine or uh, someone to throw the ball to you. But that could be changing, and here to talk about that today is Sawyer Tyson, the director of sales for Monarch Sports. Sawyer, thanks for being here today, man. Hey, thanks a lot for having me, Tyler. We're excited to be here, and I uh, really appreciate the opportunity with MarketScale. Absolutely. So we're talking about a new product, something I've never seen before. You're really the first on the market with this type of uh, of offering. I don't even know how to explain it. So I'm going to rely on you. Explain <laughs> what, you, what you've what you built. It's called The Seeker. Is that right? Yes, sir. The name is The Seeker. And, uh, you know, elevator pitch is that it's the world's first robotic quarterback. We track an athlete in real time and allow them to train autonomously in football for the first time ever, like you mentioned. So whether that's them wanting to run routes, catch kicks or punts, do defensive drills, we tried to build in value for every facet of the game, offense, defense, and special teams. And using our tracking technology, we actually know where the athlete is 100% of the time mm-hmm. and can not only capture data from them, their usage of the machine, but can also allow them to train autonomously, like I said. So you mentioned that there's player tracking. There's a there's a wearable then, right, that, that then tracks the player around the field. Is that how that works? Yes, sir. So with, with our software, what's most exciting for us is that you know, there are other companies that do tracking and they know what the player's doing. There mm-hmm. are other companies that have a machine and they know what the machine is doing. We're the first to combine IoT um, tracking technology with an actual smart device in, compare, in unison. So we know what the machine is doing, we know what the athlete is doing, and we can paint the full picture on a data scale and really ha- get, provide valuable metrics to teams on uh, what can what they can improve on yeah yeah i want to dive into those metrics uh in a little bit and get more into that but someone might sit here and say you know look the the jug machine we've been using for 20 years works fine what why do we need to invest in something that is a little bit more high tech what what's the what's the argument there from your perspective of here's how this actually helps improve you yeah absolutely so um jugs has been around for about 45 years uh the patent actually expired 25 years ago, which means the technology hasn't been touched in over 45 years. Mm-hmm. And that was the original catalyst for us. Uh, it's it's the data age, it's the robotics age. We needed to bring uh, football training into the 21st century was um, you know a really big proponent for us to actually undertake this while we were you know college students sure. and, uh, you know didn't have a, a dollar to our name. So teams are extremely ingrained with their jugs and their snap attacks. You know, they've been using them forever. They know the ins and outs, um, especially the old school, you know, equipment managers who have had it the entirety of their career. They they see this on a, a video and say, oh, well, that's just fancy. It's not, you know, really applicable until we can actually get a foot in the door and demo everything that our machine can do. Mm-hmm. And then they're pretty blown away. So everything that it does, one, I mentioned it allows the athlete to train alone. So you put the clip on your hip 
and then we catch your location 40 times a second accurate to within 10 centimeters so that's about 100 times more accurate than gps is because wow. we use uwb tracking technology and it's extremely easy to use uh, we've had everywhere from high school freshmen to um nine-year-olds to <laughs> nfl slot receivers and tight ends on there so mm -hmm. it's an extremely easy interface all you do is input the route or drill that you want to run when you're in robotic robotic mode line up click the top of your tag when you're ready for the drill to begin and then you go out and run so some of the functions that teams can really see value in is one they often have to require a ga or a quarterback or someone else there to actually get training and whether that person is a capable passer or a capable punter mm -hmm. is largely in question most of the time and um, you're very limited with game like rep situations so if you put in a 10 yard curl with our machine not only are we hitting you immediately out of your break you're able to select the body position and the speed that you want the ball thrown at and i don't know too many 50 year old equipment managers who can chuck a ball uh hit the back shoulder and um hit them right in stride right whether it's a curl and out a dig a fly uh any anything um that you want to see our machine can do and where i see the most value actually is leaving it on randomized mode mm -hmm. so the player doesn't even know what's coming and they have to react in real time to a dynamic throw with current machinery they uh, are only given a static position yeah so they have to stay in the same spot and it's going to come to the same spot every time and so you're you're working your hands yes but your reaction time mm -hmm. no mm -hmm. you're you're you know exactly where it's going to be with this you're able to uh get a game-like situation and actually have to react both you know with your hands your hand-eye coordination put it all together just like you do in a game yeah, that's that's really incredible. And I know I've read about technology like using VR headsets for quarterbacks to like experience that in-game feel, I suppose, without actually having to face a defense and risk injury and, and the sort of things that come along with that. But then you're kind of depriving wide receivers of reps in that case. What you're doing is actually kind of taking the quarterback out of the equation because you don't want your quarterback to have to throw 300 times, you know, just on a random Tuesday so that your wide receivers can get reps. In this case, the wide receiver can go work on his own time without wearing out his quarterback and then, like you mentioned, or grabbing like an equipment assistant or something like that who cannot hum the ball the same way a quarterback can. Yeah, exactly. Um, you know, camp arm is a real concern, and they definitely limit the amount of reps a quarterback will see in the offseason. And, you know, there are receivers so hungry that we work with who are always looking to get out, always yeah. looking to get their own reps. You know, we've talked to quite a few NFL players who are thinking of buying their own unit just so they can train by themselves. And uh, George Kittle is actually a good buddy of ours. He'll probably be one of the faces of Monarch moving forward mm -hmm. and probably be the first pro to have his very own Monarch Seeker. Uh, we're really excited to move forward with him. But yeah, these players cannot get enough reps. They're constantly honing their skills and uh, working on the tools of their trade. And, you know, they're often limited by requiring someone else's time and someone who can throw a ball. Yeah. Um, but these quarterbacks, you know, they can't they can't overtrain. Uh, Kittle, uh, tight end for the 49ers, right? Yes, sir. Just yeah. had the uh, best season in, in history. Yeah, for, for, for the a NFL. Yeah, but <laughs> fifth rounder out of Iowa. But yeah. um, known him since he was a skinny freshman, uh, about 190 pounds. He actually married a good friend of mine who went to high school with us. And so, uh, yeah, small world. That, that That's very small world. Um, but uh, so, so tell me, you guys kind of came up with this idea in college. How did you begin to kind of marry the hardware along with the software and the technology and that sort of thing to create a product like the Seeker? Yeah, so um, my best friend, Nate Parati, uh, he was our CEO. He 
is an incredibly driven young individual and, you know, uh, really innovative in, in all sorts of aspects, but especially in engineering. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, he saw limited usage with a jugs while we were high school athletes. And then one of our best friends played slot receiver at Iowa, Riley McCarron. He actually just won a Super Bowl with the Patriots. So, uh, yeah, he, Good he was a, guy. he was a little walk on, um, out of high school uh, at Iowa, um, had to earn everything he got there. And, you know, he would always tell us like, even though he lived with CJ Beathard, who's now a quarterback on the Niners, mm-hmm. but he was quarterback at Iowa. It was so hard for them to coordinate a time to go out and get extra reps outside of practice. So right. uh, Riley had a big senior year and kind of came out of nowhere. And it was because he just couldn't get enough reps in practice to really showcase his skills. And Iowa is, you know, a top 10 revenue grossing program. And we're like, how at this level of football, are there not enough reps for these players to go, to go around? And that's when we looked into the patent for, um, you know, pitching machinery and actually saw there's a real opportunity for us here. And I mentioned to you before the podcast, but uh, Ben Hansen, the assistant director of football operations for Iowa, mm-hmm. uh, we emailed him and he actually vividly remembers seeing the email and almost throwing it in the trash. <laughs> um, but he gave us a shot and, you know, here we are about two and a half, three years later. And, uh, you know, the seeker's not an idea on paper. It's an actual um, full out robot that is helping teams, you know, win games. Yeah, and one of the things that really stands out to me is that when you're a coach, you have a limited amount of practice time, especially in college. Like, that's that's pretty regulated, the amount of actual time you have with your athletes and with your teams. And so anything that can make practice time more efficient and work a little bit better, I think is of value to these teams, right? Yeah, absolutely. And um, I, I wasn't able to touch on it earlier. We uh, have been focusing mainly on the robotic mode mm-hmm. portion. So the robotic mode is definitely our player-centric functionality. That's for them to go out, train alone, whether they want to work our stationary gauntlet drill where they work a full catch radius, get six balls out in nine seconds to a dynamic catch radius, Ooh. go run routes, catch mm-hmm. punts completely alone. You know, that's that's really hard to emulate. And, I mean, prior to now has been impossible to emulate. Yeah. But our manual mode functionality is actually with someone at the helm of the machine. Mm-hmm. And what you have to do with current pitching machinery is if I, if I told you to punt a ball to the 35 on the left hash, you would have to crank it to the left and knock it down and hope to hell it goes to the 35 yeah, on the left yeah. hash. It's, it's all guesswork. And uh, with that comes a lot of wasted reps. Mm-hmm. With our machine, you'll actually be shown a virtual grid of the football field, full 120-yard field. All you do is tap where you place the machine and then tap on the field where you want the ball to go. And then the machine makes the adjustments. So it'll put the ball where you need it the first time and every time for any kick, punt, or pass. Uh, for passes, you set the body position, the arc, and the speed. And then for any punt or kick, you set the hang time, click the joystick, and boom, the ball's there. Unbelievable. Unbelievable. Now, you mentioned the data portion of this. If you are a player in your training, what kind of um, data are you receiving? What kind of feedback are you getting from the machine that then allows you to then track your performance and track your improvement over time? Yeah, absolutely. Um, so we currently right now are Monarch Connect uh, beta analytics platform, mm-hmm. data analytics platform is in beta. Um, this will be released to teams probably in the end of the year. And, you know, for our first batch of customers, we're going to include that for free just for getting on board early. We want to incentivize teams and uh, show them the value of the data before we ask them to purchase it. So things that we're capturing, you know, peak speed, average speed, um, you know, your acceleration, how many mm-hmm. steps in your route. We're actually working with an Austrian um, technology company as well who are developing a catch sensor. And so we'll be able to tell if you actually caught 
the ball or wow. not, which is, yeah, again, That's awesome. hasn't been able to be tracked forever. Um, and with, you know, those technologies in conjunction together, you'll be able to paint the full picture. Like I, I said earlier of, is this athlete actually working at a hundred percent when they're out here alone? One, you'll be able to track off season, um, usage of the machine. So again, what are you really doing in the off season? Are you working as hard as you say you are? Do you earn more reps in practice and in games in the off season? Um, three, we'll have leaderboards. So you'll be able to know, you know, breed competition who's out here busting their ass, working hard. <laughs> and again, earning those extra reps. Um, and, and yeah, it'll really show coaches who's out there doing everything they can to make themselves the best player they can. And, um, yeah, provide all the data metrics along with it to paint the full picture. Mm, absolutely. Now, uh, University of Iowa, you mentioned that's where you were, and that's where kind of you guys developed this idea and developed the product. Uh, they have the first edition, right? So they've they've been using it in practices. Yeah, they've had a, a prototype mm-hmm. over the past couple of years, and again, they've seen it since it was a piece of paper to <laughs> what it is now. Um, the version they'll be receiving in probably mid-October is actually our ninth design iteration. So again, they've seen the ugly prototypes. Mm-hmm. They've seen when it was thrown off the walls to um, pinpoint passes that, that we're seeing now. And yeah, it, uh, uh, it's really exciting for them and their staff. That's incredible. So w- what's the feedback that you've gotten from them just over this latest iteration of the product? Uh, what, what's the feedback? What, how are they using it? How are they putting it into practice? Or, and, and what kind of feedback are you getting from yeah, them? Yeah, so the players are most excited about robotic mode functionality because mm-hmm. obviously you know, they're the most frustrated when they are limited um, to having another or to requiring another player or another personnel member to sure. be out there for them to go out and get quality reps. So uh, the players are definitely really gung-ho about getting on the machine, using robotic mode, and making the most out of every opportunity they have while they're in college to kind of promote themselves to the next level. Uh, the coaching staff is most excited about getting rid of wasted reps and increasing practice efficiency through our manual mode functionality that I described earlier. So hmm. I've heard uh, Iowa's um, tight ends coach yell at one too many GAs about if we need the ball to go on the goal line and it doesn't go on the goal line, that's a wasted rep. Fix it. Like, we need it there right yeah. now. We yeah. have – a 15-minute special teams period, if we're wasting uh, three minutes of that with wasted reps, then, you know, over the course of five periods, we've wasted an entire period just by not having the ball go where we needed to go. By incorporating our machine, you know, you're able to work that down to zero. So mm-hmm. over the course of five uh, practices, now you've now built in an extra um, – you've built in an extra – <laughs> You've built in an extra individual special teams period. Sure. So sure. it's a two two practice swing uh, by eliminating the wasted reps and then adding you know all those back. It's uh, extremely valuable for both the players and the coaching staff. Absolutely. Now, what excites you about the future of what you're building, what you're doing now at Monarch? Um, you know, there's a lot. I'm a huge football fan, mm-hmm. but uh, what's most exciting is that each machine actually comes with 4G LTE connection, so we're able to continue to update the software remotely so very cool you know we're we're football guys but you know we're going to get this in the hands of coaches who know routes drills applications functionalities that would be even cooler and more effective and more valuable for their teams and then our software team is going to be able to remotely build that in send them an update just like you'd get to your phone and then be able to have that new functionality just built in. So we're at the ground floor with our software, and it's already such a major innovation over what is currently on the market, but it's only going to get better. And as we get more and more football minds around it, 
it's it's going to really take off. I have this vision in my head, a full seven-on-seven seven where all five receivers actually get a ball because we can track multiple athletes at a time. Mm. So you fire off you know, five passes to short and medium and long routes uh, down the field. So that's definitely a long-term vision of mine. It would likely require two machines. But, um, you know, at once these teams see the value, though, I, I don't think they'll be shy about getting two. Yeah, you got the gears cranking up there. Exactly. Just th- thinking about things. Thinking, well, and, and this, this kind of makes me wonder, like, this is kind of the first – um, really dip into the pool of robotics mixing with, with sports in this kind of way. You've really created something new and something innovative. Do you see potential for either other sports or maybe more functionality within football, whether it's, I don't know, tackling drills or anything like that? Have you thought that far down the road? And are you thinking constantly thinking of, okay, how can we apply this idea of robotics into other aspects of football or other sports yeah absolutely um football is our first love and that's what we're focused on right now but uh the technology absolutely does apply to other sports you know baseball soccer tennis mm-hmm. um we actually own the patent for any projectile paired with the tracking system so we we do very much plan on branching into other sports rather quickly once we've um, solidified the football market and uh start to expand um baseball or soccer will likely be our our next venture which you know we're really excited about and again it goes back to having a wearable and the machine and knowing what the full picture is doing so for baseball for example uh we'll have a sensor on the bat we know where the pitch is being thrown Mm -hmm. and we'll be able to tell how well you struck the ball where you struck the ball to um given the pitch that was thrown and so not only will we have a hot cold zone if you're hitting the ball or not we'll be able to tell where you hit the ball well or not and with machine learning and artificial intelligence, we'll be able to start making your weaknesses into strength points by putting it intentionally where you struggle with and giving you all those reps that you need to see to actually make that weakness a strength. Yeah, because in baseball, it's all about refining just the little things about a swing, right? Yep. And so you don't know that you have a hole in your swing until someone's uh, exploiting it on a regular basis. And so you've got to get all of those reps mm-hmm. just to kind of work out whatever kink there is that you know doesn't let Mike Trout hit high and inside fastballs or exactly. whatever it is. Exactly. So yeah, the, the machine will put it there. We'll see where you're hitting it, where you're not hitting it. And then all oh, that low slider gives you trouble or that um, you know high fastball that you said you know mm-hmm. we can we can continue to give you those reps until you're striking it better and you'll be able to actually get a data readout of whether you're doing it or not it's taking the subjectivity out of it and giving mm-hmm. you hard objective data to look at and turn into valuable information for your swing and you know same with football for your routes uh, whether you're catching the ball or not that's a really good point and I think the data aspect of this is one of the more intriguing things about it. I mean, the fact that it's accurate within like 10 centimeters is yeah. freaking unbelievable to me. But just the idea of we live in just such a data-driven world nowadays, baseball, football, all of it, where you see every decision being run through a certain set of data. Um, and so then having that data for practices to be able to show who's performing well, who's not, seems like an invaluable tool to me and an invaluable aspect of what you're doing. Yeah, absolutely. And that's um, the long-term vision with Monarch, I do think, will be more data-driven mm-hmm. than equipment-driven. And, um, you know, we, we're really excited because, again, we're at the ground floor with what we're measuring right now, and we're only going to capture more and more data at a fraction of the price of what some other big data companies do. Um, so we're, we're really excited about the long-term future and the present of Monarch. For people uh, looking to get more information on Monarch, where should they go? They should go to monarchsport.com, M-O-N-A-R-C, sport.com. Um, that's the best place. Our social media is at Monarch Sport as well mm-hmm. on Instagram, Twitter, and uh, Facebook. We're just Monarch. Um, but yeah, you'll see plenty of video, plenty of 
high profile athletes, college teams, and uh, you know our our linebacker who runs routes. <laughs> That's a, <laughs> uh, uh, one of our employees, John Kenny. He played a linebacker at Iowa and Arizona, and um, he he's the best athlete on the team. So we usually make him run the routes if a receiver's not available to us. Makes sense. <laughs> yep. Makes sense. No H in that monarch. No. Nope. People should uh, people should note that. That's just for a key the point. Yep. That's why I spelled it out. M O N A R C. Exactly. Exactly. Well, Sawyer, thank you so much for being here and explaining a little bit more about the Seeker. And I'm excited to see uh, where this goes next. And uh, I'm hoping I went to Texas A&M, so I'm hoping that they get one. So you know, we could we could use the reps and uh, compete in the SEC West this year. You know. Yeah. Hopefully we gig them soon. But uh, as exactly. of now, um, you know, we're really excited to be uh, in the place we are and working with the teams we are. Mm-hmm. And um, yeah, really excited for the future of Monarch and thanks again for having me. Absolutely.